Hello everyone, welcome to Shambles United. Uh, so we haven't been live since quite some time and it was a huge break in between. I'm your not so regular host, uh, Shorts or Shortomitro. And with me is the podcast regular Kevin, as well as uh, my friend Manu, who has been with, uh, who has joined the pod, I think once. And uh, today we are going to discuss a lot of things about what has been, you know, transitioning at United and what has been transpiring there, and how we still remain in shambles. Um, all right, so let me begin with. Uh, the you know uh, throw the dice onto the floor, uh, Kevin. It's been uh, like Ole going out was seen as something which was quite quite predictable. Carrick did an amazing job uh, being an interim. But what have been your thoughts with uh, Mr. Professor coming into the picture and us trying to replicate the four two two formula and how the gagging tracing has been going on? So let's start uh, with uh, Ralph Rangnick. So he was appointed as interim management six or seven games, all competitions, and he stuck mainly with the four-two-two-two formation, which has had its critics. And there has been a system change from Ole's reign. Particularly, even he's start, uh, given chances to different personnel like Telles, Dalot, even Ilanga, who played the last game. But do I think there has been a major change from Ole's reign and our Manchester United back? And is the philosophy which Manchester United should play with is back? Uh, not really. I, I think so. It will take a lot of time for the new player players to adapt. And some players, as there have been media speculations, have not been happy about his training methods, his personnel, which has which he has brought in. And there, there have been a few senior players who are a bit reluctant and hesitant to think, who agree with his tactics. Particularly uh, in these seven games, what I think uh, David Dahia, for obvious reasons, has been the best player. Scott McTominay, even Bruno stepping up. But our problems still remain the same. Defensively, we are a bit unstable. As always, we could see in the Aston Villa game going 2-0 up and just that lead disappearing within minutes. So, and one thing I can point out, what I need to point out is Ralph has had a good run of fixtures to start with, but the team hasn't been impressive so far. And I fear the worst for Ralph. And let's see. Hopefully, the team there are uh, some new persons coming through the transfer window. And I'm not that optimistic about him yet. Right. Okay, Kevin. So uh, I like I think you've covered a lot of uh, you know concerning points that we have going into the next round of fixtures for United. So late at uh, like recently we played out that two-two draw. Even in FA Cup when we eked out that one-nil win over Aston Villa, it didn't seem that uh, you know convincing per se. Uh, Manu, throwing, uh, you know, uh, getting you on board over here. Like, what have been your thoughts? Like, what has been our major, uh, you know, point of concern or ailment that you have figured out? Uh, like, I understand that Kevin mentioned that there is, there has been a lot of speculation and a lot of rifts in between the team as well. 
there has been media speculation that there is a rift in like Ronaldo and Maguire can see eye to eye, and uh, that there was this uh, Ronaldo interview as well where he was mentioning that younger players are not ready to accept criticism a lot. So, what do you think? What is actually going on, uh, like with new personnel coming in, and Ralph being the professor he is? Uh, what are your thoughts? So, off field, United has a team which is supposed to have a lot of issues. You have experienced players, you have newbies, you have academy graduates. So, it's basically like a mixed bag of players with a lot of egos. So off field, like you, have, you just mentioned Ronaldo saying all those comments about young players, him and Maguire not seeing eye to eye. That's something which you expect out of Ronaldo. He's a player who is there just to win. That's his main motto. So he's obviously going to have issues. On field, apart from all these issues, on field, it seems like most of the players don't are not able to get a grasp on where and how they're supposed to play. There were a lot of uh, images that were captured regarding the whole midfield dilemma you it's even though you talk about a 4222 formation it's kind of felt like a 55 formation there were five players on one side five on another side and the whole midfield was empty so right now the players out there except for some of them the others have no idea what to do that's what it feels like you try to get a lead you can't maintain the lead you suddenly just disappear you just break down all of a sudden defensive woes have been there since only Ralph has somewhat improved it actually felt that way even the villa match for the i mean for 60 odd minutes it felt like united's defensive even though they weren't that great they were still trying to catch up but then snap of finger that's gone i mean the midfield i mean defensive woes are not just enough right now you also have midfield woes and even the attacking players a lot of issues there so and right now it's there's a lot of work for ralph to do or anyone who comes next there's a lot of work for them to do and it as kevin mentioned i'm even i'm not optimistic about the guy yet because that's not what you see in the results even the even ralph and the players don't actually i mean you see a difference of opinion there too how they communicate how they talk to the media so right. sort of wait and watch so uh, as we know ralph is the you know interim uh, manager he'll be going into the consultancy role and you know helping uh helping out the director of football uh basically in the kind of capacity that he can and has been able to you know replicate the same like uh, he has been we were putting onus on him to you know replicate the same model where uh how what he did at red bull maybe at a better scale and with better resources so now coming to the point like what uh what do you think we should be you know looking forward to in you know building up united's chances in securing that top four finish uh moving on ahead in the champions league what should be our priority and what can be done to rectify a lot of things from our end kevin uh you're open uh, so uh, i recently read about a stat like after ed woodward was in charge of manchester united uh, we were only able to sell less than 5 players for more than 10 million pounds so that seems to be a big problem at united we have a lot of deadwood on our hands and as we saw from yesterday's press conference the drama which had happened regarding anthony marshall ralph saying he doesn't want to play in the squad then marshall posting an insta story that he would never do such things 
so my, our first priority in my opinion should be to get rid of a few players such as martial lingard mata and even nemanja matic so that we can get some uh, fund uh, we can use utilize those funds and groom the new players hopefully we get at least one midfielder in this transfer window so ralph can uh, in, in, uh, be better at his philosophy going forward i think now it is high time that we start focusing and getting those points on board because teams like arsenal tottenham and uh, west ham they are all doing really well and arsenal have points on board so getting top 4 will not be easy at all and if we are not able to achieve the top 4 position then the managers which have been potentially linked like ten hag or poch it will be really difficult to get them on board so ralph needs to sort the team out and the priority should be to get top 4 uh, the fa cup and the champions league is just a bonus at the end of the day for us okay uh, a few of the optimistics or the you know disillusioned people will also say you know looking at champions league and winning it will be uh, actually one of one of the uh, you know best opportunities for united to make a like stay in the competition for next year but uh, being realistic yes whatever you have mentioned kevin it's absolutely right uh, we do require a lot of dead wood to be you know shifted out but there are a lot of dead wood that people are not willing to buy because it the exorbitant salaries and wages that they are you know uh, uh, prescribed at at this point in time uh, but manu what do you think what what should be the you know uh, main agenda going forward as well as what kind of transfers are we looking at so personally i feel that in the next 15 days nothing is going to happen united is not going to sell any of the deadwood players lingard van de even van de beek i mean the whole world celebrating van de beek having 50 appearances for united even though he joined like more than a year back that's that itself indicates that united has a lot of players who just are just bench warmers with no other job so Personally, I feel that even though okay, all those players that we have on the bench, those are probably like midfield and attacking players. We have very few good players on the bench who are there for defense. Bring in a good defensive midfielder to support that whole four-two-two-two formation or whatever formation you're going at with, because a McFred formation is going to help you in attacking, in pressing, but not for defense. So bring in someone like that, and it's high time that Ralph and the team. both work together to make sure that the team understands the philosophy of how to press if that's what you're going to do then you should be doing that it's just doesn't seem like the players are intent on pressing the entire time sometimes they sit back sometimes they lose possession and they just run around here and there that needs to be changed that itself will give some hope that okay we can i mean to be honest uh, the moment ralph came in we had a bit more clean clean sheets and some optimism in terms of defense compared to what we had with oli and dehe has been an absolute beast out there in the goal post so just support him bring in a good defensive midfielder who can help out the defense out there because varan for all the glory he came in he hasn't been able to get that spark at united here maguire we all know how he is lindelof bay can't rely on them in the entire time so you need players to support the back four 
or basically the center backs that you can't get rid of. Right. Uh, okay. So um, looking like majority looking forward, it's not a very you know positive uh, outlook that we have for United at this point. I mean, it's a very worrying uh, atmosphere for the fans itself because there are a lot of things which which are there in ifs and buts, and we aren't sure about a lot of things as well. Um, Concerning the players, you know how they will be fitting into the system going forward. How what kind of outgoings will be there, and what kind of like we I don't expect any incomings at this point in time because there are no strong links per se. Uh, but okay, so even even though the, if there are certain incomings, who would be on the top of your priority list or like any player that you're looking forward to seeing don don the uh, you know. Uh, Reds of United, Kevin. Oh, personally, I would uh, rather have a DM rather than any other player uh, beside first. So maybe a Neves or a Bissouma, but they're far from happening. And as Manu said, we we would hardly have any interest in the Premier League window transfer window in the upcoming fifteen days. So long term, if we are able to get Champions League, if we are able to get Ten Hag, then we should go for Erling Haaland. Like it's a no-brainer. We will have definitely competition from the likes of Real Madrid, Manchester City, and other teams. So, and even if we are able to, if Ralph chooses Pochettino, and uh, so maybe we can go for Harry Kane. So the Kane and Pochettino reunion can happen. And uh, I'd like to address the Paul Pogba situation also. Like he's not been playing. I don't remember the last game he played for United. He's been out for some time. There are rumors about him leaving or something. So maybe if we are able to uh, sell him and re- re- uh, save on his wages, then we can also go for a good defender, maybe Declan Rice or some uh, good DM. Sorry, Declan Rice or something. So yeah, the transfer window currently looks a bit uh, unhappy for the Manchester United fans, but there is hope. Always hope in the summer. Right, uh, Manu, what is your opinion on this? Well, uh, a DM would, as I mentioned, a DM is a high priority. Now, Declan Rice. I mean, uh, he has been a good player for West Ham. He has supported the attack and the defense at the same time. So he's a he's a perfect holding midfielder for if if you're able to get him at United, he's perfect. But the kind of rate or the price tag that he is coming with for that United needs to get rid of a lot of players. Else, I mean, we can afford him, but it's just going to be like. Another set of bench warmers. They just bring in a whole bunch depth. So, I mean, any any good defensive midfielder like Declan Rice, who's out there, who's ready to even think of a United transfer, whom we can get a hold of. I think I'm just happy with that. I right now, based on the situation that we're currently in, I don't think there's any point of naming names. Like I want this guy, that guy, Bissuma, but just get anyone who's able to support the defense. I mean, that's the state of mind that I'm currently at. Okay, uh, Zakaria has been linked, uh, not so heavily, 
but do you think he might be a good fit at united um honestly the way that we have been playing so far it it completely depends on who the next person is coming in zakaria right now he's he's either going to be a revelation or he's just going to be someone who doesn't know his place depending on who's coming up next and how about poch or someone else it depends on their philosophy if zakaria is going to be a good fit for united or not and that same thing goes for other players right now so i mean depending on the way we are playing right now the way the formation sets up the way the players are playing out there can't really say who's a good fit or not okay so kevin in the last match we had played a 4231 formation uh we were you know playing a lot better than what we were playing say against aston villa the same opposition at old trafford during the fa cup uh although we were a lot more solid we, we did have a clean sheet as well but um do you think uh you know playing van der beek a little bit more or you know the say maybe no utilizing sancho maybe a little bit more in a free role would that be you know a, a better option in the 4231 against the oppositions who are lined up to you know, who are lined up to you know uh, whom we have lined up for to face in the future like atletico in ucl then we have arsenal i suppose again and the manchester derby is also coming in so there are a lot of big matches to come so do you think the 4231 formation with a few changes in say uh, say folks at the club itself would actually you know benefit us or oh, definitely the personnel like we were missing ronaldo and uh, i wouldn't say we we missed rashford because he's not been at his best and he's been struggling with form in and even he's accepted that that he needs to work on his fitness and ralph said he had he had some fitness issues so he was left out of the squad uh we have a lot of tough upcoming matches atletico as you mentioned arsenal manchester city even spurs i guess are upcoming so i think ralph needs to i think there are too many changes happening every game like there are key players and key personnel being changed being rotated and of course it is due to injuries or due to something but we need to have a stable midfield uh, i think ralph likes to play mctominay and fred together and if i think we should all just you know agree uh, accept the fact that mctominay and fred will play behind uh, in front of the back four considering ahead i think sancho greenwood bruno i think they should all have their own specific positions as you had mentioned shots that uh, the pressing was all over the place in the uh, aston villa game the premier league game like there were many instances where, where we could see fred who was the most advanced player and was uh, pressing ag- uh, against the defense so and i think even uh, cavani has hasn't performed to his he's been uh, he hasn't been scoring the goals ronaldo has been uh, catering that department and ilanga was given a chance he performed well so against the big teams uh, ralph needs to you know sort out his uh, team uh, team 
positions and make sure that these personnel know their defined roles or else it could be a very devastating losses and it would be very difficult to watch these games right so not a very uh, keen picture uh, right now at united all right so folks um it's it's kind of a you know make or break part of the season um kevin has mentioned that we should definitely focus on getting the fourth position um so i'll just throw throw in the question uh say what are your expectations or what are the prediction uh, per se for where united will be finishing uh, at the end of the season looking at whatever has transpired and what is to come ahead of us kevin possibly i think the champions league i think we can edge out atletico madrid but after that it will be really difficult fa cup i we don't really I, if we get easy draws we can go ahead but premier league i personally believe it's it will be really difficult to get top 4 i think uh, spurs or arsenal will finish in the fifth position fourth or fifth position and we will end up sixth uh so yeah that's my prediction and i'd like to ask you guys after answering this question do we still have a title race or it's just heading to the blue side of manchester it, it's heading to the city there's there's no way that they're, they're bottling this lead there's no way they can bottle this lead the way that they have been playing so far every match seems to be one sided even the matches that are not they just try to make it one sided so i don't i don't think no it's like Liverpool, Chelsea. I don't think they can ever catch up to City right now. Yeah, twelve wins in a row, and they have some easy opponents coming up. So, yeah, and Definitely Liverpool is without team. Liverpool is without their star players, Correct. and they are they are way too depend on Mane and Salah. So, not nothing there. Chelsea, a lot of uh, attacking goals, the whole Lukaku situation. Again, a lot of Chelsea's, Chelsea's like Chelsea's turmoil inconsistent. Yeah, so, exactly. A lot of turmoil in Chelsea. Spurs can be about Chelsea if they win all their matches at end. So that is a. But they're Spurs, Kevin. Yeah, come on. True. They're Spurs. So, uh, Manu, Manu but, you didn't answer the question of uh, what are your expectations. So just getting back to that. Oh, United. I, I mean, yes. as long, if you if you're getting a top ten, seventh or eighth position, I'll be happy about it. I really can't. Seventh or eighth, though. Other than we finish eighth and not get go to the conference league or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just an invitation for Ronaldo to just get out. Go to the conference league is probably the last thing he's going to do. Plus, as Kevin had mentioned, it throws in the spanner about who's going to be our next manager because Ralph is interim. So. There are a lot of ifs and buts going in, so yeah. very bleak so, pictures being painted here. Right, Kevin, you were saying so if, something. So, if, in my opinion, if Ralph isn't be able to get Champions League, and he finishes say eighth or seventh, then even the two-year role which he has been given, even that comes into questioning, and uh, that even he might end up getting you know sacked or fired by the club. So it. Really, is it good? Look, good looking for Ralph right now. 
and he needs to address the issues at the earliest right with that direct proclamation manu any parting words i i literally hope that i mean i've already reached the stage of depression a couple of weeks back i've transcended the situation i just want to see some sort of a win scenario at some point of time where we're not drawing where we're losing a lead suddenly i just want the players to buck up frankly i just want that to happen there's a lot of internal debates happening a lot of media issues happening the players saying something the coach saying something else talking between themselves a lot of captain's issues just buck up i mean first of all you've reached at a situation where anyone who supporting united they are they just sad to say it out loud so start playing the way that you want to play as i mean as uh, kevin mentioned the 4231 formation is the best formation that as the formation they are comfortable in just go with that make some personal changes exactly like try to go with okay and another thing it's high time you start scoring from a set piece that start of taking 100 corners and scoring zero out of them it's it's sad yes, way it, too sad it seems as if the last corner we scored from was in 1999 in the you know uefa <laughs> champions league final against bayern munich but i don't so remember scoring from a corner yeah did we side a set piece coach or something i don't know what's up it's, with that and he he has the arsenal dna we can't do it we we sh- there was have- a red flag when we like when he was from arsenal we should have looked at that but no yeah yeah we, there are bigger problems than the set pieces <laughs> exactly all right so uh, with all of those uh, you know the, like lot of ifs and buts around united a lot of pressing questions pun intended uh, to be answered by ralph as well as all of the folks at united uh, as manu mentioned it's not been a very good look for united fan it's becoming more and more depressing uh, but after all we we play at the theater of dreams we are the red devils we do make comebacks so let's hope that ralph and his devils can turn this around and we can again go back to seeing glory glory man united